Blog Talk Radio. Well, hey, gang, it's Monday, um, and we have a big week this week. Why? Because I may or may not be out of town. Isn't that funny? I start my show off, and I'm like, yeah, I could be in New York this week. I could be in L.A. this week. I could be in Vegas this week. And, yes, it's true. I could be one of all three. I'm not really sure yet. So, number one, I hope everybody had a great weekend. Number two, thank you so much for all those wonderful thoughts and prayers and and sweet sentiments this morning to me. Um, I have no news, so I can't really answer any of you, so I don't know anything, but stay tuned for uh, the latest and greatest adventures with myself. Before I get these two badass women on the line with me, and I'm so excited because I have much to ask, a couple quick announcements from the boss herself. First of all, from what I can tell, we are having a show tomorrow at 12 o'clock Central Standard Time. I only say that because, of course, I'm waiting on confirmation. So, with any luck at all, we'll have one show tomorrow, which would be, of course, our second version of the Inspiration K movie, and we're going to be speaking to them tomorrow at 12 o'clock Central Standard Time. Wednesday, it looks like we're going to be having a partial, partial, because I don't know that we can get everybody, from the Milwaukee-based play. Remember when I went to the premiere of Adopi Love? We're going to be having at least the director and the writer and Miss Kim, of course, on the line, and that's going to be this coming Wednesday. Then, that kind of gives me freedom to go off and out and about. If any of you are listening in, I want to remind everybody who's in the Milwaukee and Chicago area, any other person that wants to take part in my teaser trailer for my movie, please make sure that you get a hold of me by Wednesday at the latest. Why? Because it takes some planning. You need a special shirt, and I need a head count. Why? Because I'm giving you food and booze. It's just that simple. So, obviously, if you're going to show up, I need to know about it. So, please, either direct message me, or, of course, my direct email is cin4251 at gmail.com. Just make sure you get a hold of me. And one last reminder to everybody, of course, we're in the regular submission period for my film festival. To those of you that did not know, for this year I'm now doing a few different things. First of all, still taking youth films, short films, feature films. That's at the regular price bracket of $30. Anybody who is going to be in the youth category this year will get dropped down to $10 for film. We're also taking web series this year. That's the same rate as a film, which is, again, $30. And to those that want to do screenplays and bring them in for submission, those are at $20. Regular submission time. And then, of course, obviously, by the end of April, it looks like we'll be jacking it up for our late deadline, which is $35. If you want to check out the festival, again, it's Art is Alive, filmfestival.yolasite.com. Otherwise, we can go ahead and go to the Facebook page, same name, Art is Alive, as well as filmfreeway.com. If you wish to submit to Film Freeway, I believe there might be a surcharge. Don't quote me. I'm not 100% sure. But just submit, submit, submit. Great festival. Second year. So excited. Can't stand it. So I'm done listening to me. Let's talk to Samantha and Kathy because I'll just sit here and make no noise and they can talk and be wonderful. All right. Let's get them on the line and start talking. Okay. Which one do I have? This is Kathy. Okay, this is Kathy. All right, hold on one second. Let me get Samantha. Hi, Samantha. Hey, this. Hey, how are you? Hi there. Um, well, you heard me rambling, right? So that's like the general drill, which <laughs> is I've been off for two days, so let's talk about everything I'm doing. I'm over me already, so let's talk about you. I'm, I was like over me the first two minutes I started talking. So there's a lot to ask, and there's a lot to talk about. So I think the best way to structure this is I'll ask you guys both actual general questions, and you guys can both give me your answers. How does that sound? Is that okay with you? Yeah. That sounds great. Okay, good. Okay, wonderful. All right. Let's start off talking about the fact that both of you, before you were with Badassery Magazine, you had lives, obviously, prior to this, where you're doing a few other different things, et cetera, et cetera. I found it interesting. You both attended the University of Phoenix. You're obviously both female. You obviously both work together. Um, but what I don't know is, is are you both married? Because I can confirm that Samantha is a wife. 
but I cannot confirm about Kathy. So, Kathy, what's happening with your love life? <laughs> right um, off I the bat. I am a wife. <laughs> okay. I have been married for um, several years now. I got married in 2006, so it's coming up to on 12 oh, nice. years. Oh, uh, very nice. I'm impressed. So one's at eight years, one's at 12 years. Okay, so you're going to tell everybody, what is the secret to having a successful marriage? Because I can't even find a successful relationship. So tell us the key secret. I mean, that really really depends on how you define success. (laughs) (laughs) Good. That's a good question, actually. Well, Yeah, like what is a successful marriage? I think it's a combination of three things. First of all, the fact that you have longevity, the fact that you like like each other as much as you love each other. And more importantly, it's work sometimes to actually see the same face, be with the same person every single day of your life, seven days a week. So to me, if you can achieve all those and be happy, I think you're doing it right. I think you've got success. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have some very clear, like, reasons why I feel like my marriage is successful. Number one, separate bank accounts. <laughs> and I know that's not, like, the most intuitive thing, but I, my husband and I have had separate bank accounts. Um, it originally started just because we had trouble getting one together originally, but since those problems have kind of cleared themselves up, we still have separate bank accounts because it just works for us. Um, my second, right. my second number two is... Um, I know this sounds weird, but separate blankets on the bed. Really? (laughs) Because (laughs) that is because I am a cover hog, and it makes my husband sleep a lot easier when knowing that he doesn't have to keep pulling the blankets back off me every single night. (laughs) And then my my third reason: passion and empathy for your partner. Like, know what makes them happy and give them that my my husband is a very quiet man he is probably the most quiet man you would ever meet so I know that for if he talks about something and he talks about something with that he's especially that he's passionate about I know he's thought a lot about that like if he ever gives me his opinion on something of what he wants to do I know that we need to do that because he's thought about it a lot and he's but it, I mean, this is something that's really important to him. So we were like, okay, we get to do this then because this is important to you. So having empathy and knowing what's nice. really important to your partner, I think, is probably the number one. But I still go with the separate bank accounts and separate blankets on the bed. <laughs> that is too funny. I love that answer. That's awesome. Okay. Now, on the flip side, Samantha, what are your thoughts? I was like, well, I do none of those things. <laughs> <laughs> So that's exactly it. It's defining your own version of success. Um, my husband and I love to like cuddle, like we lay next to each other all night long. Um, and Aww. yeah, I, we share our money as well because, you know, especially building a business, I feel like it's a team effort. And so we see ourselves financially as a team as well. So, but I mean, that's the cool thing about it is what works for some people doesn't work for others. And, and my sure. husband and I just have an easy relationship. We talk about how easy it is all the time. Like we don't have to work. We have like work at our relationship. Yes, we work, but you know, and it's just fun and easy. And I think when relationships are hard, like when people are telling me they're working on their marriage, I'm like, what the hell does that mean? You know? Um, but I'm also married to a husband in the military. And so obviously we have a good relationship because, you know, he's gone a lot. So. Right. I understand. I gotcha. Now I also took a peek and I noticed obviously that you're both from Utah. Now I won't lie to you. Number one, I've never been there. Number two, I'm not sure I would go there. But there are people that hail, you know, literally have told me in droves that you're like, they're like, you have to go to Utah. So, ladies, tell me, do I have to go to Utah? 
Am I missing something oh, besides you beautiful people? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, Kathy tell me more. To Oregon, I'm but I love Utah. Like just this weekend we were out at Zion National Park and we hiked Angel's Landing. Um, I live in southern Utah, so it's warm, but I grew up in northern Utah. So you've got like skis, okay. then, you know, then you come down to the desert. We have some of the most beautiful landscape in the country. Oh, yeah, nice. and and yeah, I would dig that. Speaking of film festivals, like Park City is the home of Sundance Film Festival. It's definitely a big movie town there. So I, I was just that's say. one thing that you might be interested in going to someday is the Sundance Film Festival. I volunteered there a couple times, and it's and it's really amazing to see everything that goes on behind the scenes and just be part of that. I would imagine it would actually, as a matter of fact, because you know, Kathy, I was reading. Um, in some of the information when I was creeping on you, as I call it, creeping and or researching. And I noticed that you used to be a festival volunteer for the Sundance Institute. So tell me about that. Cause I, I did submit. And of course I got turned down for a press pass and then I was like, I'm a total loser because Sundance doesn't want me. So um, <laughs> tell me about that experience. Cause that's gotta be so exciting. It was really exciting. It's been, it's been several years since I've had the um, opportunity to volunteer for Sundance Institute, but um I decided I wanted to, because I've been an event planner, I have an um, experience being an event planner prior to Badassery Magazine. And so mm-hmm. learning how that gets put, all put together and seeing the behind the scenes of it was really important to me. And um, it's exciting to me because that's the way my brain works. And so um, when I volunteered, I just did box office, but <laughs> I still got to be a part of it and kind of see what goes on behind the scenes at the actual theaters and um, learn um, about that part of it. And then I also got to meet so many cool people, not only just other volunteers that were really interesting, but the the patrons that would come to see the films and um, mm-hmm. You know, I got, I'm not going to lie, I got a little starstruck. I had to meet a few movie stars. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's just fun because the whole city changes when the festival is in town. And it, um, it's, just a, it's just this experience that coming from, you know, you think you live in Salt Lake City your whole life, and I think exciting happens. And, but then you get all this excitingness happening all at one time. It's just, it, it, it's it's a good experience. I bet. Oh, my God, that sounds so magical. It really does. And I was, like I said, I was bummed just because Sundance and Tribeca are, like, the two big things. So I'm like, oh, my God, it's it's just so thrilling and exciting. So, Kathy, in your neck of the woods, so to do what you what do you do for fun with this wonderful husband that you're telling us so much about? What's in your neck of the woods? <laughs> because I haven't been in your neck of the woods either. How sad. Yeah, I, we recently moved up to Oregon. We live in the Willamette Valley, which is wine, com- wine country. So, oh. and there is so much to explore here. We have um, we're close to the mountains. We're close to the ocean. We live five minutes away from um, the Willamette River. Well, that's on, that's when mm-hmm. we're walking. <laughs> we it takes us five minutes to walk to the river. And so, there's just so much nature here. Um, that's really what we what we do is, is I have two children also. So we go out with family and we right. will go and explore the river or we'll hop in the car and go up to, we like drove out to the coast. It's only an hour away and just things that my, my children have never experienced before. So it's sure. just a fun, really fun to explore. 
Very, very cool. And I was, again, creeping and or researching on social media for both of you. I noticed that you were very recently in New York City, which I knew because I was just on your show. So talk about the exploring (laughs) you did in New York City because I know a lot of it was for work, obviously. So tell us a little bit about some of the sights and sounds that you saw as far as that goes. And, of course, I want to know how the actual Champagne Mastermind event went. Well, we stayed in Brooklyn, and so that was an experience of its own. (laughs) you know, which I loved. I loved Brooklyn. It was so fun. But here where I live in Utah, like the end of the block is the end of the city. Like there's nothing else out there. And you forget when you go to New York, like it's been a while since oh, I've know. been like, just, I'm like, what do all these people do? <laughs> you know, um, There's so many buildings, so many people. We had a great time. We stayed in Brooklyn and um, we spent some I time bet. in Times Square. Um, we went to the Empire State Building. You know, we ate a ton Ooh, of good nice. food. We did some bar hopping. You know, we like to drink. And we had an awesome time, but mostly we were there to film with Now This, and then we were also right. on Bold TV, and then we hosted our own Champagne Mastermind, so it was a lot of fun. Cool. Oh, my God, how exciting. Yeah. It makes you want to go there, folks, doesn't it, by listening to it? It's like, oh, my gosh. So, Kathy, what was the coolest part of the trip for you? I I really think the besides all of the, you know, eyes, open eyes and, like, holy crap, I'm really in the middle of Times Square, I think it was really uh-huh. just the the – the people that we interacted with, like we went uh, on the trip, we got to um, spend a lot of time with one of our friends that we originally met online. Um, but now we got to hang out with them in real life. And so we, we all rented an Airbnb and shared it with another woman that was had an interview along with us. And just right. getting to know her on that deep, that more deep level and just a, a kind of surface level virtual relationship can have it was like we really got to know each other and we really got to like listen and give each other advice and and just like play off each other's energy and um Mm -hmm. and i don't think that that's something you can really do online and and i think that with combined with being able to you know experience the, the now this studio and see how the behind the scenes of how they do their business and, and go in and have, you know, the lights and the camera and all of the things um, that doing the interview brought, it just really made it seem like really kind of real and <laughs> and it, I, it was just exciting. Oh, I imagine. I, and I love it there. I think I told you guys that I absolutely, absolutely adore it. And I have been told through the grapevine that um, Nicole Isler, who was part of your event, is actually coming on my show. So you got any tidbits, anything you can share, anything you can let me know about her? <laughs> well, Nicole's a badass. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that I think. Yeah. yeah, of course. So she hangs out with us. And Nicole Isler is oh. a really incredible woman. Like She has such a giving heart, and what she's doing for people's lives is incredible because a lot of times people feel like they're in a box and there's not other people out there like them. And so Nicole really highlights just what it is to be, you know, a sensitive person in this world. And she's incredibly intuitive. You'll, you'll be floored. Oh, nice. Great. Now I'm going to be petrified. Thanks so much. She looks like <laughs> she could really be very commanding presence. Like, you know how you can tell some of these women walk in a room and they just totally control the room and they own it. And, and that's that. So I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm like desperately nervous. So I was hoping you guys would be like, oh, no, she's so sweet and soft and you'll be fine and everything is great. <laughs> Yeah, I'm even more nervous. She, she is all of those things. She is super sweet and soft and kind, but she also okay. has a vis- she has a vision visionary sense to hit to her where she okay. sees things that other people don't see. And so when you ask her 
the questions or if you ask for her advice or you ask for that she uses her intuition and her other um, her other gifts and she gives you answers that are so like on the point, like exactly <laughs> what you want to hear. It's just incredible. Her gifts are incredible. Oh, that's so awesome. Now I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I'm guessing that it's probably going to be in April sometime. We were just talking about it. I'm like, I'm just super excited to promote any female, to be honest with you. Nowadays we live in this world where it's like, and we'll get into that in terms of the whole female thing and, and the year 2018 and what it means to be a female and what it means to be a badass, of course. Um, you are both, besides everything else that you do, obviously CEOs of your own organizations in a sense, meaning that I know, Kathy, you have the, uh, is it Sing or Sync Business Solutions? So I get that right. Uh, with a Q, so sync business solution. Okay, got it. Right. And then, of course, on Samantha, on the other side of the fence, of course, is Hype Social Strategies. So either one of you can go first. Talk to us a little bit about how you formulated these entities and then tell us your secret for success in the business realm in each of those because obviously they're same but different to some degree. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Are you taking on current clients? And what are your goals with these businesses? <laughs> Yeah, that's really funny you bring this up because both of us started separate businesses, but now we work together as a whole mm-hmm. as Bad Actors exactly. Magazine. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. I started online social media management business, um, and I grew that to very successful. Then I started teaching other people like how I grow a successful online business. And it was all kind of while Bad Actors Magazine was morphing. Um, but the big thing that we did this year, start of 2018, as we both just said, we need to be in this full time, no more like side projects. And really, Badassery Magazine is my mission and goal in life is to make sure that every female entrepreneur, every woman in business, <laughs> every woman who's ready to rise, um, together they have a home to do. Yeah, and with being having um, built these separate businesses, we've done a lot of, you know, it's full of ups and downs, and it's full of really, like, challenging situations. And, we, and we've really, like, done all of those things. So now we can take the knowledge that we've learned and building our own successful businesses and help to, you know, hopefully make it a little easier for other women to do it and know that that's, it's definitely possible and it's, it's not going to be quite, it's hard, yeah, but it might not be quite as hard as they think because they have support with our community and through us and through the other people in our group to help them make it through those really challenging times. Well, and that poses a very interesting question because a, a bunch of times, and actually in the last month, month and a half, I've had a number of different females on, and we've talked a lot about this, so I'd like to get your take. Um, first of all, in, in today's day and age, sadly, sometimes women or oftentimes are considered, number one, a minority. Number two, oftentimes women are not making as much as men are. And number three, they're not usually getting as much respect as men. Now, from your viewpoint, from the experiences you've had, the businesses you've run, tell us a little bit about, do you think things are really pivotally changing? Do you feel we have a long way to go? Where are we kind of standing on those things from your bird's eye view? <laughs> this is a great question. Um, absolutely things are changing, but that's why it's more important now than ever um, to bring communities like this to light. It's because it is, we still are fighting, you know, to be a little more respected. Right. But things are moving big. Even I've only been working online for three years, and I've seen some massive changes. But it's because of the support networks that women are pulling together. They're no longer segregating themselves. Right. They're no longer fighting against each other. They are collaborating as a team. And, you know, you can look at your minority status one way or the other. You know, you can usually see it as like a burden, and you'll never make it. 
where you can use it as like your launching pad to be stronger and better. But our whole thing is like, mm. if we can stick together and do this together, it's incredible what's going to happen in the next few years. True. Very yeah. true. Nancy, thoughts? Or Kathy, I'm sorry. What was I thinking? Oh, my God. <laughs> I apologize. Hey, Nancy, it's, okay. it's only Monday. Okay. Yeah, I've been up a little it's too a, early. It's a Monday. Thing. A.m. No, I, yeah, no, I definitely agree. I think that a lot of times women feel like they're at the mercy of everything else. Like they just have to, you know, they can't make as much money as, as men because society won't let them. Or that, you know, it's just not set up or the system's broken. But you know what? If you can take the control of that and, and, and not rely on the system and not rely on society and not rely on all of those other things, that, that changes the conversation. And it changes the, the truth of it. Because you can, if you can take control of that and create your own circumstances where it's not true, then that, that's what we are trying to do. We're trying to empower women so that they don't have to worry about relying on the system and relying on society and relying on all these other things. You actually can sure. do this on your on your own terms, and you can be successful mm-hmm. at it, and you can make as much money as you want, and it's okay. And we that's what we did, and that's what we are doing, and we want to be in this group of empowered women that doesn't have to wait to have the system fit. We're just going to do it regardless. I like that. And I like that mentality. I think oftentimes I notice this, and I don't know in your realm if you see this, but I think women are somewhat intimidated, not because of the fact that they don't think they can do it, but because of the the fact that we more or less live or have had to live in a male sort of dominated society. So when women talk to you or they they speak of apprehension or uh, maybe intimidation, what do you advise them or what do you tell them to do if they are just petrified to take that next step forward to better themselves? You know, it's one of those things where it's like nobody can give you permission to do it. So I can inspire people and I can show them that I've done it, that I've went through the hard battle, I fought the fight, and I really just had to change my mind about myself. But ultimately, it's up to that woman to decide that she's just as worthy as I am. I mean, there's nothing more special about me than anybody else. Yeah, it has to be be a thing that goes off in your head that you have to decide that this is what you want to do. And I, for me, there was a, there was a definite moment in my life where I was like, Hey, like the way I live my life is a choice. And I've been choosing up until this moment to live my life in a certain way. And I can change that choice. I can choose to live it in a different way. And when I decided that, when I decided that everything that was, that I thought was happening to me was because of choices that I've made in my life, that was the, definite pivotal moment where everything like everything changed like my I met my husband I started my own business I I opened up doors that I never thought would open up I felt better about myself I lost a bunch of weight I did I mean just all these like things just kept rolling about how I was living my life differently and it was because of of making conscious decisions on the way I made choices of living my life Excellent answers. I like that very much. Um, And I guess I hesitated to ask this, but because you are both females and this just came up on my show again just the other day, thoughts, reflections, ideas on uh, the Me Too movement? Oh, we were just talking about this this morning, actually, on a call. Um, Ah, ironic. 
yeah, it is. I'm like, ooh, call me to the carpet here. Um, the Me Too movement, just in all honesty, at first, I was like, I don't get this. Like, I don't understand it. Um, you know, I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and, but I really, like, that was just me being, like, ignorant and dumb and not completely understanding the whole movement behind it. But I think what it did for women was so incredible because they were no longer hiding behind those stories. They were no longer, like, feeling ashamed because that's a lot of right. women. Like, we carry guilt. And I think, you know, it just goes hundreds of thousands of years of, like, we should be ashamed that we're not pretty enough, we're not good enough. We should be ashamed right. that somebody else raped us, you know? I mean, how sickening is that? And so once I was able to take a step back, because at first I was like, what is this? All these women are just talking about all these crazy stories, you know? Um, but when I really understood it, the movement behind it and the power that it gave to people to no longer, to take that out of the shame closet, to take that guilt away, because that's not their guilt. That's an incident that happened to them. It wasn't anything to do with about them, and that is so powerful to me. True, very true. I would have to agree. I, I think that it's it's a powerful movement, and what's nice about it is, and I don't want to say nice is in a pleasant sense, but what's proactive about it is that it's helping males and females. This isn't just a male thing or it isn't just a female thing. They're designing and helping individuals as a whole from having to become victims in the future, which I like. The bigger question, of course, which I have to ask is, somebody mentioned the words crying wolf, meaning that because there's so many out there talking about it, at what point do you have to say believable, non-believable, et cetera? Do you know what I mean? I, I guess that's what I'm fearful of is, is determining or trying to figure out who stands on one side of the fence and who stands on the other. Uh, in my opinion, I don't, I don't think that matters as much as changing perceptions of what is consent and what isn't consent. Because looking back on it, I've never been sexually assaulted, so to speak, but I have been, like, persuaded into doing things that I probably wouldn't have done otherwise if I didn't feel a certain way about myself, if I didn't, if I, if I had more confidence in myself or if I had known where, like, what I wanted to do and not do with my body or let other people have access to that. So, I mean, it's like, it's not, it's not just about, it's not just about sexual assault to me. It's not just about rape. It's not about those things. It's about being, as a woman, like feeling empowered and confident enough to know what you're worth and for men to know what and what is consent and what is not and when you're manipulating someone and when you're not and it, it's about it's about just awareness gotcha good answer as a matter of fact and and i just getting that perspective just because of the fact that we live in a world now where so many different things are changing and so many good things come out of these campaigns that it's it's refreshing to be able to see the changes happening. And, of course, it's obviously affecting all of us at this point. So thanks so much for that. Now, I, I want to switch gears a little bit. Samantha, I want to ask you a question because I see you do something called acrobatic yoga. And I was just at the doctor recently, and they've been chiming away about this <laughs> yoga meditation, yoga meditation. And I'm like, dude, what is this yoga meditation? I can't even get my brain to shut up for two seconds, let alone an hour. So I'm like, let's ask her. She's coming on the show. Um, or should I say she's a moon child who does acrobatic yoga. I love that that little moon child thing. That's so cool. So when one wants to do something such as acrobatic yoga, because this sounds painful, tell me a little bit about this. This sounds like insane. Oh, my God. Okay. So I'm, like, dying inside. 
Um, so I do enjoy yoga. I love to go to yoga. Meditation is actually part of my business strategy plan. Like (laughs) if you want a successful business, get your mind in gear, you know, and listen to like those urges and like prompts and things that are coming in. So, um, but the acrobatic yoga was so fun. Acro yoga, as they call it. Um, I've only done it once and I know exactly what you're talking about, but I do go to yoga a lot and I have a really good like female friend here who's starting this like yoga movement. And, like, every month she hosts these, like, little series. So it comes across, you know, my email. I'm like, oh, that's Camille's thing. Of course I'm signing up. I show up, and they're like, welcome to acrobatic yoga. And my husband's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it ended up being, like, the most fun, craziest thing I've ever done. Because me, I was going through one of those things that we do as women where I'm like, oh, I'm not thin enough to do that, you know? Like, there's no way he can hold me up. And the guy's like, it's easy. Just do it. And I did it. So it was really cool. I did overcome a little bit of a fear there. So I'm glad it That's happened. That's really awesome. I like that. That's cool, though. And and I have, like I said, they say that it's a great way of relaxation, just the whole yoga meditation, getting more centered, getting yoga. more peace inside. I, I've been told this over and over, and I guess I'm just stubborn. I'm sure eventually I'll have to cave in, and I'll be like, okay, fine, great. So, Kathy, in order to yep. keep yourself centered, I'm guessing you don't do the whole yoga thing, or do you? Um, I have not been actively practicing the yoga thing um (laughs) i have done it occasionally but not on a super regular basis um and i've never tried the acrobatic yoga i don't know it sounds very interesting (laughs) right but i had one for having i like to have thinking time like i really and and it's probably a form of meditation but i really i love to have just time where it's super quiet and I can just be at one with my thoughts and okay. not have external stimuli. <laughs> so I think that's what really helps when I can have that. I call it thinking time. Thinking time is golden. I like that concept too. And thinking time is for hurtful, especially like when you're writing or doing certain things that are terribly important. Speaking of which, I also know that Kathy likes wine, so I'm a wineaholic. <laughs> I'm like huge on the wine factor. So you have to tell me something I haven't tried before because I think I've tried everything under the sun. And I'm on a diet now, and they tell me, like, wine has very low sodium count. So I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. That means I could probably pump up my wine, right, because that will help the diet. I'm telling myself well, that will help the diet. I don't know. <laughs> Wine is about 120 won't. calories a glass, so I'm not sure. It depends Ouch. on how many calories you save up. Wow. She comes on my show and she hurts me. I'm like, um, I was all excited about the low hey. sodium, and now it's, oh, no. <laughs> I'm an expert wine drinker. I'm not necessarily <sighs> a wine expert, but I do love me drinking okay. some wine. So. <laughs> I got you. Now, do you pair them up like some people? I was going to ask you if you paired it up like some people. Like, you know how some people are really proficient at it where they're like, okay, if I have a steak, I know that I have to have this wine and this wine. Do you do that? Or are you just, okay, I've tried this and I try this and drink it because I just enjoy it? I like to drink wine because I enjoy it. I do think that when you pair it with food, it takes it to a whole new level. But I'm I'm not Mm -hmm. so, like, uptight about it where I have to have exactly the right pairing to go with my meal. But it does make it very enjoyable. Um, and I think that with being, I love being here in wine country because it's just like I could be 20 minutes, I can be at a, at a vineyard. <laughs> I could be at a tasting room right now if I wanted to. 
But um, oh, it's how just, cool. it's so close. And the experience of actually being at the vineyard and being at the winery and looking at the at the just the rows and rows and rows of grapes and just the expansiveness of it is so mm-hmm. calming. It's like that's a meditation all on its own. <laughs> I just oh, love I that whole experience. I'm so, so jealous. That sounds so awesome. Oh, I believe it. It does. And it, country. <laughs> oh my God, yes. I went to I went to uh, San Francisco, and so I've been to like Beringer and Coppola and things like that. And I love my time mm-hmm. there. I mean, there's nothing like wandering around a vineyard and getting a little time to yourself and and meeting couples you've never met or strangers you've never met before. It's a totally cool experience. I'll give you that without a doubt. Um, and it and it can be very romantic. Oh, wait, that's right. I don't have mm-hmm. a love life. You guys are the ones. You have the relationship with success. I do not. So we'll just go for <laughs> wine and food and maybe handsome strangers. I'm not really sure. Um, and I'm also going to ascertain, because I know this to be true about Kathy, that she encourages rule breaking and, and uh, there's no limits and no boundaries. So I'm going to guess that Samantha's almost the same way, actually. I would venture to guess you're both very unilateral on that thought of let's break some rules and hold no boundaries to get done what we need to get done. I'm guessing. Well, your guess would be right. I was like going to be like, well, F, yeah, but then I wasn't sure if F-bombs were allowed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that's an awesome thing. I mean, absolutely encouraging rule breaking. And and because obviously some of the best and brightest minds, I think, break rules on a regular basis. And they're not trying to be unruly necessarily, but I think sometimes having no boundaries and breaking rules is important when it sets up um, being a success in in any area of your life, obviously. I have to ask this question now because we're going to flip it back to Samantha for a minute. But actually, you know what, Kathy, I'm going to ask you this question first. I haven't had the pleasure to meet Samantha, but I'm going to ascertain. I know yoga, and now I also know, of course, that she not only counts steps, she has got to be the most physically fit human being I've ever heard in my life because I hate the gym. Like, I'm going to the gym, and I hate it. I, like, curse when I go there. I hate it so much. So, is she, like, really completely in shape and, like, perfect looking and all that stuff? Because I've only seen pictures. I haven't seen the real thing yet. <laughs> I mean, right? Well, I think she's perfect looking. I think that Aww. it's not about – I I mean, I this is what I think about Samantha. I think that she embodies, like, the a woman – like, I, I think that she's perfect how she is and she knows it. And that's what makes mm-hmm. her such a badass. She doesn't have to be a certain size. She doesn't have to be a certain level of fitness. She just has to, Fair she cool. does what makes her feel good. And that's the most important thing. I mean, she's she's active. She eats well. She does all the things. And she's, I, she, I think she's gorgeous. So, I mean, I don't, I think that, like, Aww. the question of, like, does that make, you know, is she a size two? It no, does. It neither am I. Like, it's not, like, that's not the standard of beauty. The standard of beauty is, are you doing things that make you feel good inside? And that comes right. out Correct. on the outside. And I'm totally jealous of you now because you are perfect. <laughs> and you actually eat healthy and work out and do everything I'm supposed to do that I'm so bad at. Wow, I'm really feeling good about me now. Woohoo! Okay. So I have to ask these questions. I'm kidding, of course. If you listen to my show, you know I'm like sarcastic every 35 seconds. It's so it's just so exciting to have so much estrogen on the line at the exact same time. Because I never get this. I don't ever get two women at me at the same time. So this is kind of cool, actually. Um, so let's go back a little bit to 2016 when you both decided that you were going to found a magazine called Badassery. So obviously this um, this either came as a spontaneous event, meaning that all of a sudden you were sitting around talking and you were like, oh, let's start a magazine. Tell us a little bit about the history. Where did this idea hail from back in 2016? Where did it come from to start this? Well, 
I'm still laughing from your last question because I'm actually walking laps around my couch. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, now they're both healthy. I, Great. No, but I'm not. That's the thing. Is like I wear like a size 14, 16. Um, I did hike Angel's Landing yesterday, but I do what my body feels good. So if I want to eat ice cream, I fucking eat ice cream or I drink a whole bottle of wine. So, um, but the idea of Badass 3 Magazine, <laughs> yeah, the idea of Badass 3 Magazine came from the fact that both of us were building our online businesses. We had met at a conference and we became like online business friends um, or biz best friends, right. people call it a lot. And essentially, like, I was just feeling very flustered with the marketing tactics of online businesses at the time. They were like, pitch to a blogger, write all these blog posts. Maybe that blogger will talk about you. I'm like, I must have seen so many webinars about this, I like wanted to throw up. And I was like, what if we just created a platform where everybody could like come to us? And literally the idea mm-hmm. came to me in like less than a minute. I wrote a memo. I was sitting in my bathroom because um, for some reason, like whenever I'm doing my hair, like my makeup, all these ideas come in and then I'm like, crap, I got to finish getting ready. But I like wrote a memo and then I sent it to Kathy and she's like, oh, let's do this. Like literally that was it. So <laughs> that's the whole story. Wow. We call those divine Just downloads. Like <laughs> those are the ideas oh. that come, and when we're not expecting them, they turn out to be really, really awesome. But, yeah, I agree with Samantha. Okay. I think that we wanted to give people a voice for people that normally wouldn't have a platform or normally wouldn't be able to get their message out to a lot of people. We wanted to give that to them, and we wanted community, and we wanted it to be a place where, you know, you can submit an article and you can – tell your story and you could go into a Facebook group and talk about your business and, and do all these things and just like talk about you. Cause that's how people become successful is you've got to let people know who you are and you have to be able to share your, your message and your story. And we just wanted to provide a place for that for women um, so that they could, they could do that. And we all become, you know, we can all help and support each other and become successful together. Nice. Now I have to ask this because obviously people that are listening are probably thinking, well, they had to have some sort of um, um, fear when you first started out. How did you know it was going to take off? Were there, what was your biggest or largest concern with starting an entity such as this? Well, we had no idea if it would work. It didn't work. And I think that's what makes us special in the sense of being special, I guess, um, is the fact that, like, we try things all the time. They work. They don't work. I can't even tell you how many failed projects we've had. But really, like, I think our biggest concern was, A, we'd never – started a magazine, <laughs> like B, we've never <laughs> distributed a magazine. Um, we are all online and digital, but it was just little things like that. But the great thing about it was like, you know, Kathy was like, hey, I know how to run InDesign. And I was like, hey, I know some people I can reach out to to like contribute articles. Right. So really like we still don't know what we're doing. Like we figured out what has worked. We run with it. We try new things that don't work. We just keep circling around, you know, and I always tell people like, we're just making this up as we go. Right. Yeah. It's been so really cool. exciting experimentation for us you know it's in it and and we we went into it figuring like okay so what is the fastest most inexpensive most low risk way we can get this to an audience and that's what we we did is we didn't invest a ton of money we didn't invest a ton of time and but we got it Mm -hmm. in to be the like the lowest overhead way we could we could platform we didn't you know go into years and years of development and 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 get you know an angel investor and all the things that you we could have totally done but if we did that we probably wouldn't have even published our first issue yet and last month we released at the beginning of this month we released issue number 22 so nice. 
I mean, there's there's something that has to be said about just using what you have access to and have available to and just putting it out there and then editing and adjusting and pivoting along the way to make it better every month. Like, that's what we try to do is we just try to make what we have better mm-hmm. the next time we do it. Very cool. Very nice. Now, on the artistic side of things, Kathy, because I know you're the artistic director, Tell me a little bit about that because that sounded so cool. So I was like, how do you delineate responsibilities? Or do you both just kind of throw everything into the bowl each month and be like, okay, well, we'll split this or this? Or do you delineate things specifically based upon talent, time, things like that? Uh, I think that we've kind of fallen into our own comfort zones. Like what we call it the, our zones of genius. <laughs> we, got, we have our own <laughs> definite zones of genius. And um, okay. part of that is just – we have very, like I think Samantha and I make really good business partners because we have complementing strengths. So things that I'm good at, Samantha might not be as strong in, and things that Samantha is really, really good at, I'm not so strong in. So it just kind of naturally falls into into that. Um, and then the things that either we need help with, then we'll even find someone else. And when, and when we have a team that works with us, so we bring in, we've brought in other people, but um, if it's something that it doesn't fall naturally in line with our strengths, then we divide up the tasks or we we outsource depending on what the what it is. But we do have a strategy call every Monday. I mean, in fact, we just got done with ours a few, you know, a little bit before we hopped on this call with you and decided what we're going to focus on for the week. Decide, you know, where we're going, what we're going to talk about, and just kind of have a little map of where we're going to take it this week and. We just do that every week. Very, very cool. I like that. And one of the things I wanted to mention, I know this, Kathy, because you do this, uh, you host the Wine and Wisdom. That's 8 o'clock on Eastern Standard Time, and that's Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, yeah, my question to you is that. Yes. And then um, my question is, each particular week, of course, is this a combination of your own thoughts, meaning what you're drinking along with the wisdom that you have, or do you welcome other individuals to come along and say, hey, give me a bunch of your wisdom while you're drinking wine as well. Give us a bird's eye view of how all that works, how you structure that on a weekly basis, and how successful has it been? Because I imagine, oh, my God, I'd be totally down for that. (laughs) Um, Well, it's it's a combination of both. Sometimes I'll have guests on. um, I know Samantha's been on before. I've had um, other people in our community on before. Um, Sometimes it will be just me <laughs> talking and then there's other times where I've opened it up to have like people call in so I'll go live on my phone and you can actually add people into the conversation um, through your through your phone which has been really fun so I've had you know had two or three wow. people join me on the call so it, it will really kind of de- <laughs> it really kind of depends what mood I'm in that that week <laughs> but um I try to just set our relevant things that we've been talking about in our Facebook group um because okay. I think consistency is really important but then um I like to I like to try and pair a wine with the conversation <laughs> versus you know now that's odd like, with, I mean with I'm in a good mood that's cool <laughs> So, um, so yeah, I, it, it's it's a fun it's a fun thing. I, I'm I like I like doing it. Sometimes, you know, sometimes I people don't join in. Like the other night, 
it, I was probably talking to myself for a good 20 minutes before anyone joined me <laughs> online. I, but then I there's some weeks where I've got, 30, you know, 20, 30 people joining on, live with me. So it just really kind of depends on the week. <laughs> but it's a cool concept, though, and honestly, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to wait for people to join along. But that's exciting, and it's innovative, and it's out of the ordinary. And I've not interviewed somebody who did that before, so kudos to you on that one. That's very impressive. Thank you. So, Samantha, I'm going to flip over to you for a second. I want you to speak a little bit about, if you would, um, again, out of the ordinary, meaning you're offering classes, or I should say courses, I should say. Tell me a bit about some of the offerings that you have, and tell me some of the strongest courses that you offer, meaning if somebody's listening today, they know nothing about you, and they want to get involved in one of these, what would you recommend as a starter for them? Um, so the great thing about Bastery Magazine is like we're also a community support system. We put out the magazine. We're inspiring the crap out of you. But then we also want to teach you how to own a business that you call Badassery, which our definition is to render all onlookers as awestruck. So really, like, we offer different courses. It depends on where you're at in your journey, you know. <laughs> like, are you a mm-hmm. seasoned pro or do you need to learn how to set up an email sequence? You know, we have different courses for different things. Um, I really love the monetize that, the five days, like five days of videos and courses, and it's got a Facebook group that goes with it. Um, I love that. It's like five days of like really just like catapulting you into like visibility business, monetizing your passions, because that's badassery right there, monetizing your passions. So really it's like Man. depends on where you're at. We also have courses like Manifest Cool Ass Shit if you're into manifesting and action taking, you know. So really it's not like what do I recommend the most? It's like, what do you need the most right now? How can we help you? Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense then. And then uh, clearly these are things that go around. Does this happen on a weekly basis, monthly basis? Do you envision that this will be happening on a continuing basis? Because I know that you're growing and changing. For our courses, yeah, we are adding courses all the time. And we also run the Badassery Academy, which is opening up for enrollment again next week. And that's a really high-intense, like, group program. Um, It's 12 weeks long. There's a whole bunch of cool stuff with it where we take you to, like, kind of hitting that next level in your online business. So the Badassery Academy is for people who have an online business. They're ready to, like, grow the shit out of it, have a lot of fun, Mm. and then learn a lot. So the Badassery Academy is pretty cool. Um, And we do that a lot. We also host retreats. We do stuff in real life. Like, honestly, like, we are so much more than a magazine. It's not even funny. (laughs) I can relate. Yeah, and I get people it. Can, I like it. People can access the courses anytime. Um, they're just kind of self, self-paced. So you can go on and, and if you purchase the course, you have access to it immediately. And then you have lifetime access to it um, as well. So it's just you don't have to wait for a particular course to start. It just is there and you go on and take it. Yeah, so if you go to our website, badassermag.com, like there's so many things you can do. You can listen to our podcast. You can jump in our Facebook group, which is an epic community. And check yeah. out our courses. You can find out how to be a contributor. I mean, it's a big resource. <laughs> oh my God, yes, without a doubt. And one of the cool things that you guys talk about is these, when you started off, you were like, oh, and you continue to do this, which is doing meetups across the United States. So let's say, for instance, somebody's listening today and they live in, let's say, Omaha, Nebraska, or let's say Chicago, Illinois, and they want to structure or set up a meeting group, how do they do that? How do they get your attention? Do they need to do it with the two of you? How does that work? Tell us the meetup concept a little bit. Well, I mean, anybody can start a meetup group, you know. Um, meetup.com. 
<laughs> but what but we've that done wouldn't is we've taken our you. No, that wouldn't. No, absolutely not. Um, so we've set up exactly. different badassery clubs. And right now it's in like the early stages where we're growing ours. Like right now I have one here in St. George, Utah, where I live. And we're really still like in that new stage of like exploring what we want it to look like. And so we're really getting like these local ones set up and going before we like take mm-hmm. this to a bigger scale. Gotcha. That makes sense. Obviously. Grow and grow and grow. And of course, they obviously offer things like sponsorship packages. Clearly, it goes without saying. They've got their own set of swag, which I think is so awesome. Because who doesn't want to have a badassery shirt? Hello? I, I don't I've have got a mine on today. shirt. I have to work on that. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm wearing it. I am badassery. I know, but I can't <laughs> see it because I'm on radio. See, when they did me, you could actually you can just see all of it. I put in that radio thing. But I'm totally picturing this badassery shirt right now in my head, and it's got to look absolutely awful. Awesome. God, see what I mean? It's a Monday thing, I'm telling you. Just pretend like I'm saying everything positive no matter what comes out of my mouth, folks, right now. Because I'm usually 150% on with this. Now, as it relates to the magazine itself, obviously it's a magazine, and as you mentioned, it's in digital. So, therefore, tell the folks how often you put a new magazine out, meaning how often are you publishing them, are you looking for contributors, and what sort of content do you have in there? Yeah, we put out the magazine um, at the, on the first day of every month. So it's a monthly magazine. It goes out the first day. And so our last issue okay. just went out on March 1st. And yep. you can access it by going to our website at badasterymag.com. It's completely free to read um, digitally. And if you are one of those people that love the good, in per, you know, something to hold on to, you can purchase a copy of Printed Mag, too, right through the magazine um, viewer. So that's that's an option of, as well. And then we are definitely looking for contributors. In fact, there is on our website at pedastrymag.com, there is a contributor link. You just click on that. It will give you options to contribute either to the magazine or to the blog or to both. Oh, nice. And there is a step-by-step process that you can go through right there on our website. How cool is that? That's awesome. And, of course, I know this, that you have an upcoming event in April, the VIP retreat from April 13th to the 16th in Las Vegas. Tell us a little bit about that because we need to promote that. Oh, my gosh. We're so excited for Vegas. And we do still have a few beds open that. Um, and, different, oh, cool. and different ticket options as well, too, which if you're interested in the Badassery Bash Las Vegas, it's on our homepage at badasserymag.com. Um, but basically, this is like okay. a high-end experience. Um, we love having fun. But then we also love hosting workshops and things that are valuable applications that you can take into your business. But the cool thing about this is we have a global pool of like female business owners coming. So we have someone coming right. from Australia, the UK, Canada. So just um, the caliber of women when you can get in a room like that and just walk away like blown away. Um, last year we went to Florida, and this one this year is like kind of ten times that <laughs> level <laughs> of um, just like workshops that we're bringing, different like events that will happen at the retreat, and it's just going to be an incredible packed fun time in Las Vegas. Oh, my God, that sounds so exciting. Good Lord. So now I have to ask you the obvious question, which is you guys are literally, you have your hand in everything, you're doing everything, and you're doing it well all the time. So if we go a year from now, do we have a goal, one particular goal in mind that you both want to meet in terms of your business or personally for that matter? I think our goal, and Kathy can chime in here, I think, again, it's just making sure that more women know that Badassery Magazine is sick. I think the more the more women that we can empower and the more women we can support, like 
that to me is the ultimate goal um, and seeing our community thrive because it, it, it's one thing if we have, you know, a goal of being on a certain talk show or making a certain amount of money, but those aren't the really important things. That's not why we're doing our business. We're doing our business to empower women and to, make, like, to change the norm, to change that standard of what makes a woman successful and 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 how she can live her life, and that's what we want to do. So I would love to see our, our community at least double in size in a year. <laughs> hmm. That's not a bad goal. I mean, it's really not when you think about it, really. And it is attainable, very attainable, I think, definitely. Um, I think. I mean, look where you've come now, clearly. And mm-hmm. I can't forget to ask the obvious question because I know I'm not supposed to say this, but because women can't actually work together without a lot of that ego and other things. So, um, yeah, I'm supposed to launch my magazine this year, and I won't lie to you. I'm not sure I want to do it. So since you guys are now in it, maybe you can tell me. Well, you know, I'm, I'm already in. I, I'm like you, only there's one of me and not two. You know, so there's that. It's one of those things where it's like I'm already in film and radio, and I'm already writing for multiple publications. And, you know, it's just me. So I'm like, at the end of the day, is it worth doing? So I guess would you recommend to people like myself, like, well, if you're already in 100 pools, should I get into 101? Because I don't want to be in competition with you. I mean, because some people view it as competition. I don't. But you know what I mean? People look yeah. at it overall and they're like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, I no we're not I totally know what you're saying. We don't feel like it would be competition because we have a unique message and a unique thing that we're doing and you have something unique that right. you're doing. So, like, we don't right. feel like magazines are our competition. But that being said, is what, you, what I would recommend is looking at what – where your zone of genius is and where you're the most happy and most fulfilled and most passionate in doing that. And if it means that that means you're, you're creating a magazine, then do it, but be open to getting help to do it. Cause you're right. If you're just one person, you can't do all mm-hmm. those things. If you're just going to burn oh. out or things are going to be half-assed or, or whatnot. So get a team, <laughs> get a team to help you. <laughs> I'm working on it. Trust me. I I really am. I'm working on it. But thank you for the advice. No, I mean, I teeter on it all the time, and I'm like, you know what? I write, and my stuff's all over the place. Do I need it? But honestly, my my inspiration came from a different place than yours. I just got tired of being told, you can't print this. We won't print this. We won't write this. You Mm -hmm. can't do this. And I'm like, well, then I guess I will. That's why I made my film festival. They told me, no, I said, fine, I'll do it myself. So, you know, eventually you're like, oh, guess what? I get to print whatever I want now. And that's that. But now I am still printing everything I want. I'm just doing another format. So I'm like, okay, we'll see. But that doesn't mean that it's out of the fence. It's just I'm too busy right now. Think about it. So thank God you make a magazine. I'll read yours. and I don't have to worry about mine right now because i got enough to worry about. Thank you very much. Now, um, before I forget, because can you believe that we've done this for an hour? This is nuts. Every time I bring somebody on and I look at the clock, I'm like, oh, my God, it's been an hour. I hope it hasn't been a terrible hour. God, I hope not. Um, there's some business things here that we have to cover, which is just so you guys know within two hours or so, I'll send you a link to this, obviously to my YouTube. I put it up on my YouTube channel as well as the blog talk radio link. So I'll send you copies of both of those. I just see so your fans and followers know. Um, and of course, if you'd like, I can post it up in the group, um, your group on Facebook, of course, so people can go back and listen to this. I have a number of places to read off where people can find you. So you can rest for a minute. Cause yeah, folks, it's going to take like an hour because they're everywhere, like literally everywhere. So we'll start with uh, Samantha. So, of course, um, she has a Facebook page. She's on YouTube. She's on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, Google+, 
And the website, of course, besides badassery is hypesocialstrategies.com. Yes, but On the flip really side, just badassery um, mag. <laughs> Well, yeah, yes. it's good. We'll get to bad We don't update any of that anymore. So if you go oh, to look for me oh. in any of those places, you won't find mm-hmm. me there. Oh, no. Yeah, the same with oh, me. No. We, like okay. what we've talked about is focusing all on Badassery Magazine. And so our, our side okay. businesses are kind of winding down a little bit. So the best place to find us is all our badass, Badassery links. Okay. And we'll read those right now. So, folks. If you are listening in today, this is the following, obviously, badasserymag.com. And then, of course, so the, ba- the podcast is badasserypodcast.com. They have a Facebook presence in three places, Badass Magazine, as well as the personal pages, of course, and We Are Badassery is the group that we were talking about for Facebook. On Instagram, of course, same name, Badassery Mag. And, of course, on Twitter, at Badassery Mag, as well as Pinterest. Any other place? You're not on YouTube for Badassery yet, or are you? I apologize in advance. We are. I got that wrong. Okay. Yeah, we absolutely are. Herself. Okay, got it. I just wanted to make sure I didn't forget about that. Okay, so that takes care of all the places to find you. Now, if you've listened to my show before, you already know that I have surprises for the guests every time they every time they come on. If I could talk, oh my God! See, you guys made me nervous. This is why I can't interview women anymore. They make <laughs> me too nervous. So I always end my show with surprises and such because it's not very often you come on a show where you get to express yourself in such a way where you influence your audience. And more importantly, you get to walk away with cool stuff. So hopefully I have a proposition for you because I was listening to you talk about how you want to get it out there. You want to get badassery magazine yourselves out there. So I thought to myself I would ask, I have a bit of a request for you. First of all, I'm going to guess that you're not actors. I, I could be. No. <laughs> okay. Not All right. So that's number one. So let me. There's a reason why I say that. I have learned in my years of doing PR and all sorts of other things that one of the best ways to get the word out about things is to network and and, and put your heads together. First of all, know that I will go ahead and go to the contributor section because I do want to contribute to your magazine. If nothing else, because I just enjoy writing and it gives me another excuse to do something on a different platform. So I would welcome that opportunity. I think that would be absolute great fun. And, and I know the people involved, so it would be even cooler to be able to do something like that. So that will be awesome. Second of all, I thought to myself, what better way for people to notice the magazine itself is for me to possibly take copies of the magazine along with that badassery T-shirt that we got and plop it right in the middle of my film festival and my film. Why? Because the film festival is once a year in New York City. However, the film itself is going all across, from L.A. to Vegas to Chicago to you name it, and then, of course, it will eventually be on distribution. So with any luck at all, that name will be synonymous with that stuff for the end of time, literally in every single state in the United States. Would that be okay? Cool. (laughs) Are you yeah, dead? Yeah, that'd be fun. I'm like, are they alive? No, I was I'm like, like, okay. <laughs> no, I'm waiting for my turn to speak. <laughs> well, you know, one of the coolest parts about my movie, and I'll send you guys the actual synopsis of it and all that jazz and such. One of the biggest things that we touch on, it's all about love. It's literally all about love to a mirror and all the various ways that humans show the words, I love you. And there's nothing more synonymous to me with love than the idea of females bonding with other females, females empowering other females. And obviously this is your mission, and you do this all of the time. You put together quality work, work together extremely well. In fact, most of the women I know don't even get along this well in other circles. 
So the fact that you work together well, you push and, and are proud of one another and have a great, honest, heartwarming relationship is very refreshing to me. And so, therefore, why wouldn't I want to put that in every single platform I'm in? That's just rocket science to me. And I figured, well, since it aligns with you and you want to get it out there, what better way to do that? So I just want to give it a nice, healthy little nudge, if that's okay with you folks, if it's okay. I would appreciate it. Of course. That. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I like that whole yes thing. I like it when they say yes. I don't like it when they say no. So I'm really happy that you said yes, actually. Know that you're welcome to come back on my show anytime you want, whether you want to promote yourself, the magazine, if you want to talk about yoga, how I can walk down steps, up steps, whatever the hell it is, having wine, drinking more wine, coming on and drinking wine while we're talking. I would be definitely down for that. I just know that I'm very honored to meet two very, very smart, very sweet, very successful ladies. I can't thank you enough for your presence. I really cannot. And the invitation to your show, of course. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, well, thank you for having us. Oh, anytime. Like I said, my door is an open door policy. And definitely, oh, the last thing I, did, I wanted to not forget to mention is one of the publications I now work for is the Vegas Valley News. So if you would like a feature article done about your um, – event or if you want me to attend a day of the event and cover it, I'd be more than happy to do so. So just keep that in mind for future reference for next month. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun actually. I haven't been to Vegas in a while and I keep saying to myself I gotta go, but then I end up going to New York for work, so then I never end up getting there. So this was like an excuse. You know, I so live now so close to Vegas so like I I like I'm there all the time. I love it. <laughs> Are you? See, and that's just mm-hmm. it. When, you, when you're lucky enough to be that close, you can do it. I just never get there, and my friends are always nagging me, and I'm like, I got to go, I got to go. So then when I saw that, I was like, okay, I'll be free. So please, just stay in touch, and, and we'll connect on uh, social media and otherwise. We can figure out what we want to do or what you don't want to do, and we'll just get it all worked out. And I'm glad we got the interview in and finally got the time right, and everybody called in, and this is awesome. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, sometimes we can't like convert time zones in our heads, and by we, I mean me. No, I, it no. happens all the time. Like people from LA are like, "What time is it again?" And the New Yorkers are like, "We're an hour behind." I'm like, "No, you're an hour ahead." So it, it totally happens all the time, and I felt really bad, but I was like, "Okay, we're finally going to get it in today." And even though we thought 11 at first, or I thought 11, or we both thought we got it done. So I'm very thrilled. I'm excited. <laughs> now I can make. Now I can make the rest of my day all perfect for my children. Now that we got this in. You guys have a wonderful day, and I'll send you off the link later today, and then we'll we'll talk more about all these opportunities. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Anytime here. Have a great day, guys. I'll talk to you soon. You too. Bye. Awesome. And we finally got it in. Again, their names are Samantha, and I will spell this. Obviously, do I need to spell Samantha? Obviously not. But it's Parker, P-A-R-K-E-R. That would be one of the founders. And second of all, Kathy Rasmussen. And again, it's spelled R-A-S-M-U-S-S-E-N. They both are on Facebook in terms of having a personal page. And as we mentioned, it's BadassityMag.com, BadassityPodcast.com on Facebook, Badassery Magazine, as well as We Are Badassery, which is a Facebook group associated with them. They are on Instagram, Badassery Mag, as well as on Twitter, same handle, YouTube, and Pinterest. Again, both beautiful, lovely ladies. Do check out their work. Do go ahead and get involved. Do participate in their events. Do help them to empower badasses all over the world. So thanks, ladies, so much for all of the time and trouble. Thanks so much to Mindy for orchestrating this. Um, and we had talked a while ago, so finally I'm glad we got it done. And again, I want to remind everybody, 12 o'clock Central Standard Time, I'll be back on air tomorrow. You guys have a wonderful afternoon. I'm off to go meet my kitties and, and uh, go out and celebrate their victory at the wrestling tournament this weekend. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Have a great day.